it's one of those charcoal strips uh, and it's supposed mm. to yank all the little goops that are in your nose. So I'm going to get it real close to the microphone. I wonder if you can hold okay. on. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh. Oh, that's good uh. sounds. Oh yeah. <laughs> good for you. Mine always builds up like right. What are these called? Your nose haunches. Nose haunches is where all the goop likes to rest. You know, a valley is a good place to start a home, so it totally makes sense. That's they, like, true. Move into the nose valley. Right next to the twin caves. <laughs> where the monsters live. Where we we do not go. Oh, we do not go in there. Goopalina, my child. <laughs> it's far too dangerous. Oh, it's too dangerous in the cave. But you are the princess, Goopalina. You mustn't. <laughs> but father, that is where the treasure resides. <laughs> for that Pixar movie in 2022. What if acne had feelings? <laughs> yeah, it's like Inside Out, but with your pores. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's called Skin Deep. Oh, Zach. I love it. And the tagline's like, pour your heart out, you know, or oh, something like that. Oh, pour your heart out is very good. <laughs> uh, should we get into it? I was just about to ask you. Oh. Should we start this show? Let's start the show. All you holiday hams. Oof. <laughs> hey, all you fruitcakes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Zach. And I'm Haley. And, and we're, we're not, not together. together. <laughs> How's everyone doing? I'm I'm very good. All of us, me. <laughs> all of you over there. <laughs> yeah. Zach and your very you and good. your pores. <laughs> my <laughs> my pores. I did just do like a mini little uh, uh, spa day for for my nose because i get those little those little goops all over we hate them. those I don't goops know why. hate, those, hate goops. those goops i i i don't hate them i just hate what they do to my nose you know right, that right, make right. Sense? yeah totally it's like one of those things yeah. where you're like i don't mind that raccoons exist i just don't want them in my trash cans digging in like, my trash go yeah. yeah just go hang out elsewhere listen i love raccoons and their little tiny people hands and i love those their little bandit masks and i want yeah. one I, want, I don't sure. know how I would take care of it, but I want one. Mm-hmm. I don't want it in my trash. A bunch of my trash. family of raccoons. Yeah, get out right. of my trash. That's my trash. I worked Yeah, really I threw it away, but I, I want it. <laughs> <laughs> Capitalism. How are you doing? Even the trash is mine. <laughs> I'm, do- I'm doing good. I um, had like a, actually like, because we're recording this a little later, I had a little like relaxing time after work to just kind of like mm-hmm. chill and decompress. And that was really nice. And I was actually like going through um, a friend of mine actually earlier this year, pre-quarantine, if you can believe it, had a wedding. I can't and believe it. I know. It was so nice because it was like kind of a mini college reunion type thing. And so I was like going oh, through those pictures nice. and like just kind of reminiscing about like film school and college and stuff like that. I don't want to be like one of those people who's like, the glory day, <laughs> the glory day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about you, but I keep getting better. Those were good times, but <laughs> I haven't even peaked. Exactly, yet, same. Ideally. Not even yet. Hoping. Right, me too. Same. I guess we don't know that yet. <laughs> but you got all uh, touchy-feely, little little warm fuzzies for yeah, those uh, college times? I got the warm fuzzies. I got, I got like a little misty-eyed, and I also, so I, it like got me to thinking about like 
I was like actually trying to like let me go through my memory bank and like remember some like good times and it actually like <laughs> brought back this memory that I had forgotten but I had to one time I was in Tallahassee and I was at the Home Depot there because mm -hmm. we had to buy like headlamps for film school you know because we yes. needed no, them yeah, for we had like to get a full little set. kit yeah Mm -hmm. yeah we had to get like a whole kit and like one of the things obviously was headlamps for like set at night and we're <laughs> going there and like buying a headlamp and like looking and picking one out and blah 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 and literally and this is so florida but like literally one of the workers <laughs> there was like oh you going frog gigging <laughs> oh dude <laughs> oh but i was like oh man such a different place it's like so amazing how different <laughs> like florida is from california if you're getting a headlamp in tallahassee home depot you are either in film school or you're going frog gigging or you're going frog gigging <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing in between nothing in between that's it <laughs> i actually just the other day or just the other week i saw a uh you know those facebook memories popped up and it was of your a doors down for your f3 yeah and you were on that yeah with your you had such we were so I mean, little we're so little so and i was gonna little. say you had such long hair but you have long hair again <laughs> longer just, it's never been longer longer but you, you know what you just had a less much less substantial beard in fact i think you had no beard that is true yeah. I maybe had no beard and was maybe going through a sideburns phase, which was not great. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we all make mistakes. And <laughs> not me. <laughs> and sometimes we could use a little advice. <laughs> That's a good point, Zach. I could have used somebody giving me a little hair advice back then. <laughs> Honestly, I could have used a lot of lot of advice back then. <laughs> and if you haven't picked up on it already, we're doing another listener advice episode. Woo! Yeah. You know you were all... I'm sure you saw the title. Yeah. Oh, shit. Damn it, Zach. You always rem... I always like think there's some kind of mystique, but there never is. No. I mean, they could have just like woken up first thing in the morning. They saw new we're not together and then just smashed that play smashed button. Smashed that. They just went. Doesn't matter what it is. Just like one fist hitting the alarm Bam. clock. The other fist hitting the podcast play button. Anyway, so thank you all for sending in um, questions this time around. Um, and we've compiled a couple. And uh, mm -hmm. we're going to read them off now. So I'm going to go ahead and start. Okay, yeah, we got a real important one starting off. That's true. So important. Um, the first one comes from Joe. Oh, this is going to be a tough one. Mm -hmm. What is the gayest pastry? <laughs> this is important, <laughs> important question. This feels like a super, like, Zach's department. I actually have, I do, I think, have a really good one. Okay, what is it? A crock and bush. Okay. <laughs> You're going to have to explain to us. Um, <laughs> okay. Lesser. Somebody doesn't watch Bake Off. <laughs> a crock and bush is essentially a, um, here, I'll show you a picture. Um, it is uh, shoe pastry, so sort of like a cream puff um, okay. pastry. Um, and it's a stack of them in a... Uh, kind of cone shape um, mm. and it's stuck together with caramel oh so it's very light in its loafers um, it's stuck together with something <laughs> oh gooey. shoe yeah uh, it's <laughs> shoe it's it's clearly um it's clearly poly 
Uh, and clearly, Europe, the Europeans have known about it for a while, and America's just catching on. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, that's a great argument. Um, it's pre- it's pretentious as hell. And it's also <laughs> it's just very it's such a centerpiece. It's so um, it demands attention, I think. <laughs> but it is like light and sweet. You know, there's it's it's there's, it's got a lot going on. Sure. Yeah. Here, do you, here um, I, let me see if you can. Oh, dang. I don't know if I can. There. Oh, can you see it? Oh, yeah. It's, shape, it's sort of it it's like a it's like a pyramid. It does look like a bunch of balls put together it does look like a bunch of balls is the thing <laughs> it stacked in a pyramid <laughs> like a but like a christmas tree of balls like deck the balls yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what i okay, okay so I you, gotta get it. you get it <laughs> i get it i get it <laughs> i got a game pastry for you what about okay yeah hit okay me. okay hold on it's a uh, um Oh, what's it called? Uh, the oh, okay, a toaster strudel. All right, because <laughs> okay, all right, yeah. Because She's when it's fruity. like when it's it's fruity, it's fruity. Thank you. And when it's done, yeah, you like drizzle it with white a little cocky situation, <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, no, I get. Yeah, I think. <laughs> Yeah, two great takes. <laughs> <laughs> or like more yeah, real. Like they're... I was thinking, like what? What are those? I sort of watch Bake Off, but what are the things that have lots of um, layers on it? Those cakes like a cake? that have maybe a cake. That ha- <laughs> are there cakes that have like a bunch of like, but a bunch of really thin layers? Oh, like where they they cut them and then they arrange them into different like sort of shapes and stuff like that. I think so. I just I just remember watching something that was like literally like 20 really thin layers and I was like, "Whoa." But it was like different layers oh. of different things. And I was like, like "Oh, a that's crepe cool." Cake? Maybe. I don't know. I would never be even if you said it, I don't think I would remember. Mm. But I'm just thinking like something that has like Very a little bit thin. of everything because gay people have like What about a parfait, so many- Shrek? <laughs> Right, exactly. It's got layers. Everybody loved parfaits. <laughs> it's got a little bit of everything, you know? Now I'm getting artsy with it. It could, like, translate to sure. different periods of time in your life when you maybe you were, like, a super straight <laughs> granola base. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then yeah. you went into some mm-hmm. kind of, like, uh, yogurt transition. Lady fingers get in there at one point. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. There's a whole lot of cream. <laughs> whole and then <laughs> totally cream on top. I love it. <laughs> and then a cherry yeah, on top. Maybe. You just pop in your mouth. <laughs> mm. Delicious. Delish. So there's some good pastries there for you, <laughs> Joe. They're super gay. All right. Um, on to a, a, a very real question. Uh, not that that wasn't a fantastic question. Um, mm-hmm. But I got a question in my inbox, actually, uh, a fan of the show, and she reached out uh, to me, and it was a very good question. I answered her, but then I asked her if I could um, answer on the show, because I think it's a very important one, uh, and I think it could be useful for a lot of people. Um, And I wanted to get your thoughts on it, Haley. Okay. Um, So Kayla says, uh, is it okay that I don't come out to my parents? 
with my dad not being as well as he used to be and my mom being a different story, tried telling and it didn't work. At the end of the day, I know who I am and who I am is queer slash trans enough, she says. So even though I can't let them into this part of my life, I'm still okay because I'm me, right? Ooh, yeah. So thank you for that question. Ooh, that's a good question. Um, thanks, Kayla. I think there's there's plenty of people who who um, feel like they can't um, come out to you know it, I, it it'd be nice to be able to come out to your parents you know I we want I'd love for everybody to be you know out in themselves but sometimes it is dangerous and you have to be in a place where you feel comfortable to do that. Right. It it it's definitely like one of those things where like the right time is when it's the right time for you. You know, it's not like right. there is a timeline like, oh, once I realize it, I have to do it X amount of years after or whatever. Right. But yeah, I, I totally think you should do like a hundred thousand percent, whatever makes you feel like safe and good. But I will say this, it was my plan when I realized that I was a uh, lesbian to never come out to my parents ever. Like, yeah. in my mind, my my plan was like, okay, well, I'll just never, ever tell them until they and die. And then one a day, one <laughs> of us will die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. One of us will die, and then I can do whatever. And, like, I literally, like, convinced myself of that and that that didn't quite work that out. That you're going to um, live your whole life like that. Like, that, yeah, that you could do that. My plan was to live my life entirely in the closet. Like, that was 1,000% my plan. Mm-hmm. And then I ended up, I actually didn't even come out to them. It was, they found out. Uh, right. But then, yeah. Right, yeah. But then after that, my plan, 1000% was to never talk about it again. And Sure, just lay low. Just lay low and pretend like it never happens. Be, take a very waspy approach to it. Just like, don't address it. Right. And that, I did that for 10 years. And then... what happened with me which uh might you know i think it's a thousand percent great to do what you're doing right now because it feel it feels right to you exactly but don't be surprised if 10 years down the road or six months down the road or whenever something happens and you realize like oh i i can't not share that side of my life with them anymore if i'm gonna have a relationship with them because that kind of happened to me like i basically met someone where it was like um and it, like i fell in love with someone where it was like oh i this is like i can't imagine them not knowing her and that's kind of like right what led to yes. the catalyst of me almost it was almost like a re-coming out like i had a coming out 10 years yeah. ago and then i had a re-coming out this year that's why i came out was because i was seeing somebody who i really cared about as well Right. For the exact and you, same reason. Mm-hmm. And you might either A, meet somebody that you, like, want to share that part of your life with them, or, like, who you are might be a person you can't not share with them either. You know what I mean? Like, sure. Um, like, but that time who you, who will you come are now. If and yeah. when it does, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. think you should ever feel forced. You know, do what feels right for the time. I think... Um, you know, a lot of people, especially because of quarantine, are forced to live with family members that they, they might not be with, you know, normally. Um, 
and I, you know, I, I'm not, I can't assume what everybody's situation is. Um, yeah. If you feel like it's not safe or if you feel like, I mean, it sounds like, you know, she tried talking to her mom and the mom was just completely not receptive to it. I don't know how that conversation went, but I mean, sometimes like parents will just block out things that they don't care mm -hmm. to hear. And mm -hmm. if you tried, great. You tried. I think at that point, you know, it's just, it's up to, I think, almost her to open up to you. Mm -hmm. you know? And sometimes, yeah. People can surprise you. People can change as time goes on. A hundred percent. And I can attest to that personally. What I've realized in my own personal experience is coming out is not just one moment. Like, again, no. coming out has spanned over a decade for me. And... You know, I hope that changes for people. I hope that that doesn't necessarily take that long in the future. Um, but that was kind of the timing that was right for me. And it worked out, you know, for me. And that's what I felt comfortable with. And so, honestly, whatever whatever feels right for you is right. Like, the timing that feels yeah. right for you is the right time. So, don't feel... So, you know, yes, do what feels right to you now. But, you know, don't be surprised if in the future... Um, you know, your opinion changes and, and don't be afraid to kind of lean into that if it does, because it might, yeah. you know, so. And as long as you have people who support you for you and are cheerleading you on um, people in your corner that, you know, your chosen family that you want to share that part of yourself with. Great. You know, um, Kayla did say, I know who I am and who I am is queer trans enough. And absolutely fucking Yes. 100%. You do you, babe. You are everything enough. You're everything. So, yeah, don't be pressured. Do it when the time's right. Yeah. I just thought that was a great little question because I think a lot That's of people, a, great a lot of queer people deal with that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and it's weird, too, because it's like, I mean, Kaylee even touched on this a little bit, but it's kind of incredible how you can even kind of come out or hint to your family and it yeah, takes, a little just like peek out of the closet a little bit. <laughs> right. And part of coming out takes them accepting it and being receptive to it. It's not just, sure. you know, you necessarily. And so I know it's, there are even people who have struggled with that or it's like, oh, it's the big gay elephant in the room at my fam, you know, at my household. <laughs> yeah. Um, where they're like, yeah, they know I'm gay. We don't talk. We can't mention it. I've never actually said it, but they know, but blah, 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 da, 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 you know, and so I totally understand that. Yeah, sometimes for some family members, especially when they're um, a little more right-leaning, and, and this happens, it, not even just family, but just everybody, there, there can be this weird thing that happens when somebody, you know, tells them their truth about themselves, they then filter that through, well, what does that mean for me? Some, You know, mm -hmm. as if that has <laughs> anything to do with it. They're like, but... But I've known this person is this my whole. What does this mean for me somehow? You know, I don't. And so right. it takes them a while to like get out of that headspace and realize that this has nothing to do with them. And it's everything to do with their loved one trusting them with this information and being themselves and being happy with themselves finally. Right, right. There's that whole thing of like, oh, I'm losing a this, I'm losing a that, or I'm losing this image I had of you. And sure. it's like, yeah. Well, you never, this, it's not real. Like you can, 
if you want to look at holograms right. all day, like, <laughs> I guess, but like, if you want to have a real person in your life, you know, like if you want to have a real loved one in your life, you have to accept them wholeheartedly for who they mm-hmm. are and you'll be the better for it. Like you'll get a better relationship with them if you do so. So it's, Oh my God. Uh, yes. Yeah. I always found it so we- like, it's so odd to me. Like if I had a child that came out, as queer or trans, like I wouldn't think of it as like losing anything. I would still have that child. It would no. just be like, oh wow, my child will now be so much more of who they are and so much happier. Like, how right. is that not a victory? How is that not a complete also, victory? I would feel like, man, oh fuck, I nailed it. My my kid knows <laughs> something about themselves and is self actualizing <laughs> and trusts yeah. me enough as their cool dad to fucking (laughs) tell them about that hell yeah that's such a good moment that's such a good moment that's great yeah let's go get ice cream let's go get ice cream let's go get a crock and (laughs) bouche because you can be gay straight trans whatever we all like ice cream everybody likes ice cream (laughs) unless you're lactose intolerant and then which case well and i will disown you then in that case I'm leaving I'll out back my with child. raccoons. <laughs> I'll accept my child no matter what, unless they are lactose intolerant. <laughs> then I will t- toss them <laughs> off the cliff like in 300. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding oh, to all man. our lactose I just always uh, pictured my son or daughter or whoever, <laughs> you know, sharing an ice cream sundae with me. And now that I can't do that. It's like, I don't even know who you are anymore. No. I don't even know who you are anymore. <laughs> Yeah, I, I hope that we kind of <laughs> veered a little uh, left there, but um, as always, we get we got off the rails a little bit. But we hope that helps. Um, but our hearts were in the right place. I hope that helps. Yeah, and thanks for sharing yeah. with us. It's a great question. All right. All right, we've got another one coming up. Yeah, next question is from Sam, which is, when will I get a boyfriend? Sad face. There's a little sad face emoticon. Yeah. When will I get boyfriend? <laughs> Ooh. So hard to know when we'll get boyfriend. We're not fortune tellers, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. No, Sam's grammar was perfect. Huh? Sa- oh, yeah, Sam, no, Sam's, Sam's gra- grammar was perfect. <laughs> grammar was perfect. We're just teasing. It's true. But when will I get bo- when will get boyfriend? When will um, get boyfriend? When will get boyfriend? It is tough. On Twitter the other day, there was like um, a uh, like a gay like on gay Twitter, there was like a boyfriend reveal thing. Everybody was sharing photos of them and their their partner, um, and it was it, it's cute. But I definitely remember, you know, pre boyfriend or in between boyfriends or whatever. It sucks, man. It sucks to see that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why. It just does. <laughs> And so, yeah, and it can be it can be lonely, and it can be especially lonely in quarantine when you're not seeing nobody. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, you can't even really date right now. I know some people are doing uh, online dating, but if you want to meet someone in person, sure. there's a lot of, uh, you know, steps you have to go through to, to even do that. So, of course, it can get lonely, and, and it's like physically lonely right now, just in general. Um, but the answer to your question is like, which is like, when will get boyfriend? Um, 
<laughs> when do boyfriend? <laughs> you know, like I think that the kind of we're not together tack is like you find someone when you stop looking, right? It's so cliche, but that we've said it so many times and it's real true. Yeah, but even then, like, who knows, right? But the point is about that is that, like, you know, you get a boyfriend when you stop looking. Is that when you stop looking, even if you necessarily don't find a boyfriend at the end of that, yeah, you you won't be yearning as much because you'll forget. You're gonna be. You're just gonna be better. You're, you you yourself just, yeah. will have become better, like in a more complete person. Yes, I. You'll just fully be kind agree. of. You'll just be kind of like focusing on yourself and your other endeavors because although romantic endeavors are obviously a huge part of our life there are so many other aspects of our life that we should put time and attention into and if you currently don't have a boyfriend or a partner right now um we are at a position at this moment where it's such a great time to do that thing that you never thought you would do or do that thing that you never thought you would have the time to do um yeah And just explore other things. Pick up an instrument, do a hobby. Yeah, like... Yeah. Try DJing, try writing that novel you've been talking about. Yeah. Yeah, do... I mean, I totally get how it feels to be lonely, but I... And to want that in your life. I totally have been there. I've, like, been so lonely that I've, like... I've definitely been lying in bed, like... I just... Like holding myself, wishing it were someone else holding me, you know? Yes. We've all been there. For sure. Absolutely. And Making a pillow man yeah. <laughs> in front and behind you. Exactly. For your thruple, for your uh, pretend thruple. For my, my pillow thruple. <laughs> but That's I think, the dream. I think if you can get just over that hump, and I know it's hard to, but I think if you can get just on the other side of that hump and, and work towards... And it takes towards, time. And it takes and it does. work. It's hard. But just work towards like making yourself happier and, and like and like doing the other things that make you happy besides having a boyfriend because even when you have a boyfriend or a partner you're still gonna need those other aspects of your life to fulfill you right because you can't just you can't rely on boyfriend to make you happy just boyfriend and boyfriend alone no boyfriend or partner are they're great for support Sorry, Which I said boyfriend totally... because the question was when will I get boyfriend? Of course. But yes, for this, of course. this applies to everybody. I'm generalizing. But yeah, but no, it, yeah. obviously use your boyfriend or your partner for support, and that is 100% needed. You need a sure. partner to support you. But if you put everything onto that, that is not necessarily going to end well, and it's not going to leave you necessarily fulfilled either. Oh, I, I also just absolutely hopped into bad relationships because I was just like lonely, you know, Same. like this wasn't a good relationship for me, but it was, it was available and hot. It was hot and it was ready. You know, it was, <laughs> it was, it was, it was like those, those like little Caesars pizzas that you get that are like hot and they're ready and they're there. But once it cools down, boy, is that garbage. Oh it's boy. So it tastes bad. like. And now you're stuck with it, and you have a tummy ache. You're stuck with it, you have a tummy ache, and you've got to throw it in the dumpster, having wasted all that money. So, right? yeah, I mean, they're exactly the same. Like, there are plenty of relationships. It actually would have been better for me overall if I had not gotten to them at all. Yeah. You know? So, 
I know it sucks. I know yeah. it's it's a lonely time. It's a big part of it is that all media, all of it, is so centered around romantic love, partner love. Mm-hmm. When there's so many other types of love, you know, th- there's, I mean, self-love, obviously, but then familial and friendship love are so important. That's three types of love that are you're just completely ignoring because you're so focused on when will I get boyfriend or partner or uh, the pillow man thruple. Um, <laughs> no, exactly. I, I, I say, like, sink some time in, like, in just calling your, like, siblings or your mom or, or just chatting with them or friends and checking in with how they're doing and i'm sure they're also lonely and then i don't know maybe that friend becomes a little something more no (laughs) not that you should be fishing for that but it's a really hard time we're we are in a a literal crisis yeah yeah all over the world you wouldn't be in a plane with two of the engines blown out and go oh god i gotta find somebody (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but is but is the guy in 3B cute? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll put on his mask first. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Got your flotation device right here. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to couple up. But no, it's it's I totally get it and like actually one of the things I asked um Stevie for for Christmas, like because I've been home and like I like to keep myself busy so that I don't fall into despair. Um, And Mm. one of the things I asked her to get me, which I've always been too afraid to try and too afraid to ask for and, like, not willing to actually leap in and do it, was I have always wanted to try brewing my own beer because I, like, (gasps) love beer and I think it's so cool. Oh, hell yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to like do this. I'm going to like get into this. This is going to be like my new hobby. Yeah. I'm going to try and I'm yes, going to like little science experiment. Yeah, it's like it's like drunk science, which is like so great, which is like pretty much my Perfect. whole thing. Um so much better than making a baby. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm I'm like really uh excited for that. So I think if you can like really dig deep and think about that thing that maybe you've considered but haven't really pulled, you know, pulled the trigger on. Like maybe now's the good time to yeah, dive headfirst into that cuz also happiness and passion is like infectious. Absolutely. And the, yes, yeah. people notice it on you. Mhm. They just it just radiates off your whole person. Totally. When you're just content and you're that oh man, you're that cool beer brewing chick hell yeah <laughs> yeah and now I you have know something what, to talk what's going about. on with her now you have something to talk about on dates and so, like yeah. talk about something you're excited about as long as you don't become that person who just only talks about their beer that they're brewing because i mean come on <laughs> oh shit the next fucking 20 podcasts are just gonna be me talking about my stupid beer oh my god buckle up we gotta know are you what are you thinking what kind of beer what are do any ideas do you, you know, even know when you go into it or you just kind of if it, it turns out oh you like do an ultrasound and they say it's an ipa or it's <laughs> no you definitely know and i am definitely not an ipa person so it will not be an ipa <laughs> probably like some kind of lager or something no. anyway we've got tons of podcasts mm-hmm. for me to bore you with this shit so let's not get too deep into it right absolutely. now. absolutely i'm bored already yeah <laughs> um so sam hope that helps i hope that helps 
I know. We forgot to preface this podcast by saying we don't know nothing about n- nothing. Oh, no. We are absolutely not experts. Uh, and really, everybody should just get a therapist. That's <laughs> what should be. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, too, so real. So real. Um, but this is free, I guess. But it'd be very short podcast if we just said that for each question. Uh, <laughs> not the nicest. Uh-oh, we're, show- um, <laughs> we're showing too much of a peek behind the curtain, Zach. <laughs> what's the gayest pastry? Get a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. Oh, my God. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> uh. I do think, Haley, that is very true. You have to focus on the things you like, focus on the people that are currently around you and the love that you do have, because I promise you that you have it. Uh, One of the hardest things I think is to accept the love that is already there for you. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's there and you just got to get it. You deserve it. You deserve that love. So just let it. You really do. Let it wash over you. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. (laughs) Uh, here's another question. Uh, this is from John. Hi, Zach and Haley. This year has been a doozy. I feel like Mm -hmm. everyone has become a different version of themselves in order to survive emotionally. I've had several friendships fall apart this year. Once everything turned strictly digital, most of these friendships, I never had any problems with when we could meet in person. The communication was a lot clearer. I think the isolation has made me into a much more dependent and anxious version of myself, One that can be hard to interact with others in just text or social media. My question is, Mm -hmm. do you think friendships that fell apart mainly due to the stressor of the pandemic have a better chance to rebuild after our society is able to proceed from this? Thanks for reading, John. Oh, yeah. Uh, Thanks, John. Mm -hmm. That's a really good question. Thank you, John. Um, Yeah, again, I think it has like, I think we've all had some weird relationship shifts lately yeah yeah and i i do think like honestly i think it has less to do with things becoming all digital and more to do just with simply the fact that we are just in a pandemic and like isolated and having to deal with like the mental stress of just that in general yeah and yeah i think one thing i've gotten better at this year is not necessarily taking things uh is not necessarily less taking personally yeah taking things less personally when a friend does or doesn't do something right I, it's it's taken me a while to realize that like oh like when i don't answer a text because i currently don't have the bandwidth for it or because i'm in like a depression hole or you know right. something like that i I've gotten better at realizing like, oh, other people can be going through that too. <laughs> right. Exactly. They're not just ignoring you. Yeah. Yeah. Unless yes. you specifically had a friend that told you to like, fuck off. Like, I don't. Sure. We, yeah, we yeah. don't know the exact um, situation here, but yeah. I also wouldn't like beat yourself up or beat your friends up over yeah, missing a text here and there or not being able to do everything that you used to. I mean, screen fatigue is very, very real. And I remember I remember in the b- very beginning of all this, um, I don't know, a group of friends made like a group chat and and they were talking about just like 
pandemic plans. And I don't know, for some reason that was just a source of anxiety for me. And I just, I didn't really, you know, engage in some of those things. Um, yeah, it's rough. Um, I Mm -hmm. have also had, um, a bit of a, uh, a bit of tension between particularly a friend, like a couple, but mostly one, one of, one of the couple, um, who has been upset with Brant and I, because we have not, like joined them to do things during the pandemic. Brett and I have been pretty good. Uh, right. As you know, I have not seen you all year. Right. We, I went from seeing you every single day. Literally every single day. Not at all. Yeah. And so, and you are one of my absolute best friends. You're mine. And so this person was upset that we weren't seeing them and they took it personally. And we tried to tell them in every way we could as absolutely, it's everything to do with just the global pandemic and it's not that we don't like you. Like, we right. love you. We want to be there with you. We, like, baked cakes for their birthday. We dropped off cookies. We invited them to, like, Zoom things that we were doing. Um, mm-hmm. Apparently that was enough because they wanted to see us. And um, and that was really frustrating for us as well because we kept, like, having to, like, debate our reasonings for not see them, seeing them because they kept insisting that this was somehow personal or that we have we have chosen to see uh other people like Brant's roommates for instance instead of them, <laughs> like as if that you know right but then they I also had to realize there. like yeah. I right and so it was very frustrating to me it was easy for me like I, I typed out a long message at one point where I was just like like I can't do this anymore and then I I sat on that for a moment and I didn't send it because I realized like we were talking about like with you and like some of your family members you have to have empathy for what they're going through and i don't know exactly what he's going through and it's clearly has nothing to actually do with us at all and has everything to do with how you know he's interacting with this pandemic and right right. so you have to cut yourself flat slack you have to cut some other people a bit of slack but also if it becomes like i don't know violent or harassment then like you gotta draw boundaries yeah and it becomes toxic i don't know right I'm so like I have so many friends that I like love so much but I still get a lot of like anxiety around phone calls around like answering phone calls with some of my friends sure as much as I want to talk and and, like catch up there are some times when I'm just like I can't handle this and yeah um I thought that actually things would be a little easier during the pandemic because I'd be like oh I will have a little more bandwidth for this because no distractions. there's less distractions. I'm not going out, Yeah. Uh, whatever. I'm not going to work, blah, blah, blah. And it turns out, no, that's actually just how my brain works. Yeah, that- <laughs> it, it's just like a, it actually kind of has nothing to do with the pandemic. But, yeah. but there are certain aspects of my life that I think the pandemic either A, worsens or B, yeah. brings out in me that doesn't come out if we're not in quarantine you know sure yeah so i do think yeah probably like i do totally think that a lot of those things can be restored um but i also don't think it's gonna be like a band-aid or light switch yeah what i'm hoping is that people are realizing that these little demons they have you know that are popping their heads out are part of them and they do need to be addressed just because mm-hmm. the pandemic, you know, if it ever does go away, that doesn't mean that's not there, you know? So mm-hmm. right. this is maybe a good learning moment to to really see what's, you know, kind of inside of you boiling and 
deal with it head on but yourself it is is, your friends don't need to uh you don't need to make it your friends problems you know um this is a great time for self-work 100 percent i i watched yeah I, i actually just recently watched this documentary and it's called uh murder on middle beach and okay it's it's really great but it's about this woman who gets murdered anyway there's a point here i swear um (laughs) but everyone basically everyone in the family is a suspect right and the aunt blames the daughter for the murder she's like oh she's the daughter's the one who killed her right blah 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 and the documentarian at one point tells the daughter hey i just want you to know before this comes out in the documentary that your aunt is thinks you did it and she blames you for this what do you think of that basically and she basically said you know what I don't hold anything against her because she's sick. And it's true. The the aunt in the documentary, she's she's has PTSD. She has a lot of trauma. She is a former oh, addict. Wow. Like, she has a lot of issues, you know? And it's just kind of amazing that the daughter is able to see that not as a reflection of on herself, but as a reflection of this other person who is like, mm-hmm. you know, I can't. I know that this other person has other things going on. And I'm not going to be mad right. at her for this, you know. Anyway, I mean, kind of apropos, but yeah. So often, some things that we perceive as slights, that's a very extreme example. <laughs> An insane extreme but, is, yeah. Um, extreme, but half the time they don't actually have anything to do with um, us. You know, sometimes it's our own um, anxieties uh, building a story in our head. Um, however, uh, if the pandemic is bringing out something not so great. And this person has become somebody who is uh, not somebody you should be around, Um, you know, or somebody has proven who they truly are in one way Mm -hmm. or another. Mm -hmm. Um, I I don't know. Like some things might not, they're not, things aren't going to go right back to, you know, normal. You don't, I don't think like, it's a very abusive behavior to assume like, Oh, so-and-so is going to forgive me when everything goes back to normal and I don't, you know, if somebody shows that they're doing work and it has apologized or whatever, you know, great. Sure. But, um, I don't know. I I'm, I, yeah, I'm not above, um, cutting, um, things that are hurting you, you know, totally. If they've 100%. really proven yourself, I, I, I'm very much a, um, forgive, but do not forget sort of person. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, it's one thing to have a friend who has kind of gone MIA, who's like, look, the pandemic was so rough for me. I was going through some totally. shit. And it was hard for me to be a good friend at that Absolutely. point. That's understandable. I feel like I've yeah. totally done that. But yeah, if there's a toxic thing going on, you can totally right. snip, snip. And again, we don't know. We're, we're talking very generally here. Yeah. Um, um, do what's right for you. But also, like... So I wonder how many of these these like these times we feel like, oh, no, this friendship has fallen apart. It's actually just like we're both really bad at keeping up. And the second you say, hey, what's going on? Like it might just be right back to it, you know, Um, totally. It's always worth because we're all going through it. We're all in the same boat and we are all going through the worst year ever. Yeah, and so it's kind of nice just to get a little hey how's it going even from somebody you wouldn't have expected mm-hmm. um checking on your people you know definitely and then they'll do the same for you yep 
But yeah, I I don't know. Did we cover it? <laughs> Did we cover it all? It's I a big I, question. Yeah, it's a big question. I hope that helped. But Talking cut yourself and maybe here, others but... some slack right now. But yeah, absolutely. But also make sure you're taking care of your own mental health and mental health you know yeah. Haley, do you think that people are who they truly are in a crisis as maybe rod serling of the twilight zone might want us to think <laughs> Ooh, good question you know what yeah I, I i'm always interested to see to cast my friends in like the walking dead right like oh, oh would so and so be sure. the first to die or would so and so become the new <laughs> like the new cult leader you know like i'm always curious right as to what'll happen yeah yeah I'm always fascinated by that. Mm. Is that who somebody <laughs> truly is? Or did, you know, the the happening or whatever they called the thing that happened in The Walking Dead, the zombining, the, <laughs> the zombining, yeah, was, you got it right. Is that what, is that just the effect that it had upon it? Right, and I uh, guess that's the question. Is it the cor- Is it the quarantining that is causing all this? Or is that who they truly are? I guess that's Or is it just bringing figure. out the real, yeah. real? yeah i don't know that's what we have to decipher for ourselves case by case hope that that answers that question hope we got to the heart of that yeah again yeah we don't really know the exact situation um so we're just kind of speaking generally from our own experience um but yeah hopes hope it helps okay and then i think the last question we have is from last but not least last but not least is from uh another john uh john s and the question is how can I be as cute as you both? <laughs> Isn't it crazy that we included that question? <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> so That's crazy. That's crazy. Well, it's just, Haley, we keep getting it. We keep getting this question. I mean, we have we to had, answer it at this point. We had we to address it at to. some point. We have to address the cute <laughs> elephant in the room. It's so cute. So cute. If this is the John, I think it is. Like, you already there. You have exceeded. I know which John this is. And this John is cute. This, this is a John cute is John. Cute. Cute John. Cutest also, John you can get. <laughs> here's the thing. Sorry to burst your cute bubble, but I am mm-hmm. a highly, highly experienced, highly trained cutie. <laughs> I'm not only the youngest, I am the daddy's girl in my family. I was yeah, just, you've been I just cute. like, you've been cute for I've been a cute minute forever. Now. I learned how to, yeah. I was born cute. <laughs> I, I've, I I was raised learning how to use my cuteness. Yeah, dang. Did you, you even know? get in an awkward phase cute. in middle school, high school? Oh, shit. Yeah, Were you I totally cute there too? Oh, no. Yeah. It was rough. I will say it was rough. But that's good because that's where that cute little personality gets developed. <laughs> that's true. I know that. I had the little ding. <laughs> I had the cuteness. But then the cute personality came during my awkward phase. Oh, yeah. So good luck. (laughs) (laughs) If someone is too pretty in high school, that's when you have a problem. (laughs) It's true. Like, if you've been pretty your whole entire life, you're going to lack some areas of cuteness, you know? Cuteness isn't just an outward thing. It's it's very much an inward thing. That's where real cuteness, I think, comes from. It's true. That's where the true kawaii is. It's in your soul. <laughs> Comes from inside. The kawaii is coming from inside the house. <laughs> no, yeah, you, you really need you need a little 
you need like a little adversity to get some cuteness. So that's why, John, you are cute. <laughs> He's so cute. He is cute. Everybody, so cute. I mean, you know what the real trick is? Is recommending this podcast to a friend. <laughs> That's about the cutest thing anyone could do. That's just an instant cuteness. That raises you 10 cute points right there. <laughs> and you want 20 more? Give us a five-star rating on iTunes. <laughs> That's 30 cute points right there. Easy. That's 30 cute points. That's 30 cute points right there. You're going to break the meter. We're going at that rate. The cutometer. <laughs> I mean, uh, here's the thing. You're already cute. There are plenty times when I don't, I don't, there, I don't feel cute. It's hard to feel cute some days. Sure. But then you know what's mm-hmm. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. But then I recommend my favorite podcast to a friend, and then I'm good. <laughs> what? What did you? Uh, what were you gonna say? I'm literally just like picturing this like this like commercial that's like a parody of like a drug commercial that's like. <laughs> instead of like you know try try cantix or whatever it's like yeah try we're not together try recommending we're not together <laughs> feeling not cute <laughs> feeling not cute side effects of we're not together include <laughs> laughter laughter uh, <laughs> did you say enlarged butt enlarged butt <laughs> is, is that cute. what you said <laughs> yeah i was yeah i was yeah <laughs> enlarged butt um and sometimes increased love <laughs> increased love also um for some reason shortness of breath i don't know that's that's just a <laughs> yeah if Our you're clinical trials you probably shouldn't yeah. take we're not together yeah. <laughs> <laughs> clinical trials have shown that uh shortness of breath is a really big one so just be careful <laughs> yeah if you're asthmatic <laughs> but if you want to be cute sometimes it's worth it Sometimes it's worth it. Sometimes see, that can be cute. Popping that little inhaler and go. It's yeah. cute. That's so cute. That's so cute. Last time I saw someone do that, I was like, ooh, that's cute. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> do you think uh, we're going to be cute old people when we're old? Do you think we'll make like, you know, like, Aww. you know, sometimes you see an old person. You're like, oh, that's such a cute little old man. Totally. Um, I actually always envision myself as like one of those not necessarily a cute old person but one of those old ladies that you go yeah exactly exactly just like one of those old ladies who's like creepily thin and like mean but in a funny way like she makes you laugh because (laughs) it's like oh grandma she keeps yelling at everyone it's so funny you know what i mean (laughs) it's like that's just a bit she's been doing for the past 10 years (laughs) (laughs) like my grandkids are gonna post videos of me on whatever the new form of TikTok is. Oh, being yeah. Being like, yeah, yeah. look at my angry grandma. Look how funny my angry, angry grandma, grandma is. Like, that's, yeah, exactly. That's gonna be me. Yeah, guaranteed be, like, the username angry grandma is definitely gonna be still there in, a, <laughs> yeah. in a, like 50 years. Nobody's taking it. No one's taking it. It'll be there. Just like throwing Miller Light cans. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that could be yeah. your thing. That'll be my thing. Yeah. Do you think Crushing you're going to be a cute grandpa? Cans on your head. I think I'm going to be a cute little yeah. old man. Yeah. 
I can totally see yeah. that. You're going to be like think... baking for your grandkids and stuff. That's so cute. Absolutely. You're going to have I, cute I, I, I want to be like a cute little... I, I well, I'm such a cozy queen as it is. I, I'm just gonna exactly. be a cozy little grandpa. I already wear slippers most places. So cute. <laughs> to be honest, yeah. So cute. There's so many different ways to be cute. Yeah. But you're gonna make your grandkids like way. hot chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> the one surefire way is to recommend we're not together to all we're your friends. Together. Here's the thing. I know you're already cute, and you listening right now, you cute. You cute? You cute. Ooh. You cute. Yeah, if I wasn't dating Brant, I would okay, I would ask for your number right away. Right away. God, you cute. Dang. You cute. You cute. Driving down the 405 <laughs> like that. For someone, so this cute. is going to hit perfectly. <laughs> yeah. I, I, <laughs> they're like, oh, shit. You know what? You, right now, in the bathroom, flossing your teeth, you've got one sock on. Oh, that's cute. so cute. Ooh. Oh, you're so cute. You're, you, uh, you're sitting there in your pajamas with your morning mug, your little baby Yoda mug that you've got, that you just got for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Drinking your coffee. You're cute. You're, you're so cute. cute. That's going to hit for somebody. Somebody that's got to hit. One of those things Real has got to hit. Yeah. And those yeah. are the only things. That's the only three things that anyone could be doing. If we didn't cover you, guaranteed you're cute. Yeah, yeah. No question. But, but those three things are kind of the main three things that people do. So if you're not doing one of those three things, I don't know. <laughs> people could possibly be know. doing. I don't know what the fuck tea, you're doing. Drinking coffee in their baby Yoda mug, driving down the four or five. Those are the, yeah, what <laughs> those else are the three is there? Um, okay, well, I think that's all we had for today. Thank you I all so. It. Yeah, that's it. Thank you all so much for sending in those questions. Um, we love them all. Yes. Like, thank you to all the ones who sent the fun ones. Thank you to all the ones who sent the, uh, you know, really personal ones. Like those, I hope they helped yeah. you and I hope they help um, someone else. We appreciate everyone being so, you know, open and vulnerable with us. It's it's so nice. And um, yeah, we hope, we hope you helped anyone. And while we're by no means experts, I, I hope that it's been a little bit of like a soundboard for you just to hear out loud uh because i know it can it can be tough just having sometimes intrusive thoughts rattling around in your head you know oh yeah and sorry if we didn't get to yours this week uh but we will get to them later we promise yeah and please keep sending them in we love to read them we love them so much Mm -hmm. and if you don't hear yours it may be because we already answered something very similar or because um it kind of got looped in with someone else's question because it was really close um sure but yeah, please right. keep sending them in. We love them. We really read all of them. And yeah, if you don't want us to answer on the show necessarily, just let us know and we'll yes. still, you yes. know, get back to you. Is the code word still artichoke? Yes, the code word is still artichoke. Great. So if you don't want us to read on the air, either say <laughs> you don't want us to read on the air <laughs> or, or artichoke. Artichoke. Which is more fun. We'll so know what it means. Do. We'll know what it means. I know which one is a little more cute to say. Uh that's true and uh, and if you know which one that is too you might be cute you might be cute you (laughs) might be cute (laughs) yeah i'm out of being cute (laughs) oh my god this is a perfect way Um, thank you so much again (laughs) sorry jeff foxworthy yeah he has been begging us to get him on the show so maybe we can (laughs) finally uh work him in finally we'll see 
<laughs> All right, and thank you, Haley. Thank you for being so cute and for uh, for doing this. Thank me. you for being so cute, Zach. Um, and thank you, all you cuties, uh, for listening. And where can all our cutie listeners uh, send us more of those questions? Oh, what a cute question. Um, <laughs> they can send those uh, on Instagram at NotTogetherPodcast, on Twitter at NotTogetherCast. We're on Facebook. We're not together. Super easy to find. Or you can email us at NotTogetherPodcast at gmail.com. It's just that cute. <laughs> And easy. It's just that cute. Um, and the way you said that was so cute. So cute. Oh, anyway, thank all you cuties for listening. <laughs> um, once again, I'm Haley. And I'm Zach. And, and we're cute together. We're not together. <laughs> bye. We, bye. We are cute together. That's we, so cute. We are cute together, though. We're Not Together is produced, hosted, and edited by Zach Ogle and Haley Manrique. And our intro music and theme song is composed by Barry Anderson. <laughs> Little does Goopalina know is that the treasure was within her all along. The treasure is more goop, which she is also made out of. <laughs> right. Is you. You are the treasure, Goopalina. It's really an allegory for upper class, lower class. Like, that's what skin deep is trying to talk about uh, no absolutely it is about that no question in my mind it's so annoying because we always start these movies as jokes and then i'm like the more we riff on it then i'm like wait this is like that's kind of funny good. yeah <laughs> but imagine if we took those ideas and then applied it to something that wasn't about facial hair and blemishes you know like just take that same core concept and just just tweak it a little bit just tweak <laughs> nope, nope. <laughs> doesn't work <laughs> <No>. <laughs> we're like no <laughs>